This is MasterCast. U.S. History. Our topic today is John F. Kennedy and Lyndon Johnson. U.S. History Lesson 18. The New Frontier and the Great Society, as well as the Civil Rights Movement. John F. Kennedy's domestic programs were referred to as the New Frontier. He was elected in 1960 as our 35th president. Kennedy and Nixon engaged in the first televised debates, and Kennedy's charisma won the American public. Kennedy promised to get America moving again. One of the more significant events in Kennedy's foreign policy was the Cuban Missile Crisis. The CIA had a plan to launch a counter-revolution in the Bay of Pigs. This plan had failed, and Castro and Khrushchev had denounced the United States as a result of it. Shortly thereafter, nuclear warheads were found in Cuba by America's spy planes. Kennedy demanded removal and set up a blockade. After heated negotiations, Khrushchev agreed and the Soviets removed the missiles, so long as the United States agreed not to invade Cuba. November 22, 1963, in Dallas, President Kennedy was assassinated by Lee Harvey Oswald. Many theories emerged as to whether or not there was a conspiracy, whether Lee Harvey Oswald had been supported by communists or internally by people against Kennedy's positions in civil rights. Lyndon Bain Johnson, our vice president under Kennedy, became president. He also ran again in 1964. His philosophy was a society without poverty, hunger, or racial injustice. President Johnson's domestic program is referred to as the Great Society. Johnson had over 20 years experience as a congressman and was able to have many laws passed, the War on Poverty, Medicare, Aid to Education, including special education. There were various environmental improvements passed. NASA, Johnson continued with President Kennedy's program and goal of placing a man on the moon, which took place in 1969, as well as many civil rights acts. Also, during this period, the Supreme Court was very liberal and expanded the rights of the accused, as well as rendered many Supreme Court decisions protecting individual rights of various groups. The Civil Rights Movement also began during this period. Some of the causes of the Civil Rights Movement included changing views on African Americans which had developed as a result of World War II. African Americans also began to be more aggressive and it demanded an end to de jure segregation. De jure refers to segregation by law. African American churches were promoting nonviolent protests. African Americans later, in the later phases of the Civil Rights Movement, began to protest violently, however, in the cities, oftentimes protesting what we refer to as de facto segregation. This is segregation that exists due to social customs and practices. Television helped the success of the Civil Rights Movement in that Americans could watch the brutality, the effects of the Civil Rights Movement included constitutional and legal challenges, which would end de jure segregation. Affirmative action programs would begin. Economic, educational, and political opportunities would increase for African Americans. Some of the high points of the Civil Rights Movement in the 50s and 60s include 1954, the Supreme Court decision in Brown v. Board of Education, which overturned Plessy v. Ferguson, 
the Brown case required school integration. In 1955, Rosa Parks' historic refusal to give up her seat and move to the back of the bus. This led to the Montgomery bus boycott movement and many, many additional civil rights activities. Dr. Martin Luther King and the Southern Christian Leadership Conference. We also saw increased activity on the part of the NAACP and the National Urban League. 1957, Little Rock, Arkansas. President Eisenhower orders troops to enforce the civil rights legislation and allow the African-American students to go to school. The Freedom Riders. These Freedom Riders were supported by President Kennedy. As a result, civil rights acts of 1957 and 1960 would be passed improving voting rights. In 1962, James Meredith was the first African-American to register at the University of Mississippi. However, the second phase of the civil rights movement does change in tone. Stokely Carmichael is an example with use of the phrase black power, the Congress of Racial Equality or Core Organization, Malcolm X, and the Nation of Islam and Black Muslims, as well as the Black Panthers. As a result of increased violence in the cities, President Johnson commissioned the Kerner Commission to investigate racial violence and try to determine possible solutions. 1968 illustrated the tension and conflict in our society with the assassination of both Dr. Martin Luther King and Robert F. Kennedy. However, ultimately the civil rights movement would be a success with additional legislation, civil rights legislation in 1968 and the Voting Rights Act in 1970. Many additional Supreme Court cases were rendered. We've already discussed Brown. However, the Supreme Court also rendered the decision in Baker v. Carr requiring reapportionment, stating that inequality in representation and voting violated the Equal Protection Clause. In Heart of Atlanta Motel v. U.S., the Supreme Court stated that Congress can regulate businesses under the Commerce Clause. This decision dealt with lunch counter cases. And lastly, Bakke versus Regents of the University of California upheld affirmative action quotas in colleges. The civil rights movement also helped begin the women's movement. In 1966, Betty Friedan began the NOW or National Organization for Women. The Equal Pay Act was passed, also referred to as Title VII, which basically prohibits discrimination in the workplace on the basis of sex, race, and religion. And in 1973, we would see the landmark decision, Roe v. Wade, which legalized abortion. We see the beginnings of the Right to Life movement. Also, the civil rights movement helped other minority groups as well. Cesar Chavez, began to organize the United Farm Workers. And also we see the same type of activity in other groups such as Native Americans. In 1968, the American Indian Movement begins. We've already discussed many civil rights decisions concerning the accused. Mapp versus Ohio in 1961 also illustrated a liberal Supreme Court which established the exclusionary rule. Gideon versus Wainwright in 1963. Here the Supreme Court
affirm the right to counsel if a defendant cannot afford one. Miranda v. Arizona in 1966 established the Miranda rights. The result of the 60s was a very liberal society. The civil rights movement, as well as the women's movement and other minority groups, would gain in support. This concludes this U.S. History Mastery Cast. Remember, rewind and replay for more review. Visit www.masterymaze.com for more podcasts on the subject.